Well, hello there. This is Ari from Dave Matthews Band Radio on Sirius XM, and you're about to listen to a brand new episode of the pod that Jane likes. This is a DMB Society podcast. I got a sister named Jane. And this is the pod that Jane likes. And now, here are your hosts, Jeanette, Trisha, Matt, and Sean. Hello, and welcome back into the pod that Jane likes for episode number 47. I'm Jeanette, and I'm here with my co-host. Hi, Trisha. Hi. Hi, Matt. Hey. Hi, Sean. Hello. So, guys, we have so much to discuss this week. As we all come down from the gorge high... We posted a lot of Gorge footage, and we gained a lot of new followers and listeners because of it. So if you are new here, welcome. Welcome. If you like what you hear, be sure to check out some of our old episodes, maybe even our intro episode where we all introduce ourselves and, um, you know, what the, why the four of us love this band and things of that nature. It's a great listen and a great way to learn about who we are and why we do this. So I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the DMB community is a buzz this week. Summer tour just wrapped up. Everyone is in a tizzy planning fall tour. Yeah. Um, the pod that Jane likes launched a merch store. Woo! I mean, exciting. Look at those guys go. They're I know. something to say. <laughs> exciting stuff. Um, so without further ado, let's just get right into it. Let's discuss all that is happening in the DMB world in our segment we like to call the opener. Okay, guys, we have so much to talk about in this segment. I don't even know where hodgepodge, to start. Hodgepodge, all sorts. Hodgepodge. Hodgepodge. Yep. <laughs> First of all, congrats, guys. We kicked off our pod that Jane likes merch store. Yeah. How I about mean, that? Yes. It's already taking off. We have all yes. kinds of things in there. Uh, Matt, do you want to tell us a little bit about what we can find in the in our store? Oh, what I love to tell you about that. <laughs> you can find everything that your little heart might desire with pod the jane likes on it uh you'll find mugs hats shirts uh you'll find our fall moon collection stickers stickers sorry how could i forget the stickers (laughs) you'll find our fall moon collection which uh we did a summer tour shirt that was uh a hit so we decided to bring uh, a summer tour version out with a twist. We have a long sleeve in a couple of different colors. We have a hoodie. Uh, we have a companion winter hat uh, that mm. would pair nicely with those things for that crisp fall morning as you go out listening to Walk Around the Moon. Um, and then we have a couple of <laughs> other hats, as as Jeanette said, uh, some of our OG stickers we were able to put up in there. And there will be plenty more coming, let me tell you. Uh, we had a lot of fun designing the merch, and we had such an amazing time over the summer seeing everybody, all of our listeners, rocking our tour shirt and our OG shirt. Um, 
and uh, it was so great when we were tagged on social media and all of that stuff. And it was just so awesome to see, you know, a little bit of us traveling around, even the shows we weren't at, you know, people were tagging us and all of that. So that's great. Please keep doing that. Uh, you know, go check that out. And the shirts are awesome. As I said, uh, I went on to our Instagram stories last week and uh, I pointed out that Sean did a bang up job again on our fall version of our walk around the moon logo. Um, it's very cool. Uh, the walk around the moon guy has a little uh, hat on and there's some leaves and it's just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's cute. Great. So it's awesome. It. Yeah. A plug for like, these are original designs. Yes. You know, Sean is our resident graphic designer that creates these and then we collab and make tweaks and edits and, it's just awesome. And the other thing I would say is, you know, thank you for purchasing. A lot of um, the proceeds for that are just going to go back into this podcast, back into creating content for all of you. So thank you for that support in that way. Yeah. And so you can find our store um, on Instagram. Um, we have it in our stories. It's linked. There is um, a highlight reel and it has the link in almost on every story. So go ahead. And like Trisha said, thank you so much to those who have already purchased stuff. We've already had so many people buy stuff. I cannot wait till it, everything ships and we can start seeing these items of clothing on people. Like yes. that's so exciting. I will also put a link in the, when this episode launches uh, in the description of the podcast, I'll put a link as well there awesome. for our store. Good so, idea. Right. A lot of different places you can find it. Also some other exciting news for this podcast. We have an episode of What Would You Play airing on Sirius XM's DMB Radio this week. Woo! It, yeah, it's so exciting. It premiered yesterday. Um, however, if you didn't hear it, it will be playing all week. So please tune into that. We don't want to give anything away because we want you to tune in. But it was super fun to put together. We all had a blast recording it. Please take a listen today, Thursday, September 14th at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. Tomorrow, Friday, September 15th at 12 p.m. noon. Saturday, September 16th at 6 p.m. And Sunday, September 17th at 9 a.m. And then after that, I believe the episode will be on demand on the SiriusXM app. So if you have that, totally check it out whenever you want. Um, the schedule is also posted on our Instagram page. Um, so head there to check that out. And we would like to take this opportunity to thank Ari Fink from SiriusXM for giving us this opportunity. Um, it was it, it's it was a pleasure to do this. So please tune in to that. Um, All right, guys, ready? One, two, three. Uh, what would you? What would you? Play? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just want to say that every time got, anybody says, "What would you?" Play? We have some bloopers of us trying to do that. I mean, it must have taken. <laughs> I don't oh think we ever actually God. nailed it. So. We did not. We never nailed. We, it. Did we not just nailed, nailed it. we just nailed it there, right? I mean, that was pretty. Good. Just, yeah. Somehow well, that was better than when <laughs> we were actually. That's right. That was better than every single. Right. We'll have to let those bloopers out some point so you guys can hear that because it's. They need to see the letter day for sure. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's very funny. Also, guys, this week something really big in the DB community happened. Better late than never, but before these crowded streets on vinyl, crazy. I mean, I we did a mini. Crazy. Yes, deserves a standing ovation. We did do a mini episode about this last Friday when it was announced, September eighth. So if you didn't check that out, go ahead and do so. Um, but this was a long time coming, and I really didn't think it would happen. Um, how do you guys feel about it? It could happen, and it did. There's a lot of singing, guys. A lot of singing. A lot of singing tonight. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I I 
almost still can't believe that there's before these crowded streets on vinyl. It it felt like we talked about this in the mini episode that we recorded, but I think it had been something that people were asking for and clamoring for for so long, and it was yeah. not happening. Even as all of these other DMB albums were being reissued on vinyl, that part of me just felt like it was never going to happen. And yeah. um, you know, we talked a little bit more in detail about uh, theories and rumors as to why maybe it took this long and and do master recordings of this exist and you know so you can check out that episode where we dive in a little bit deeper but uh, all of that to say so excited um really really excited for these to start to ship and and to uh end up in people's hands and it's just if you if you consume vinyl you already know this but if if you're new to vinyl it's a totally different experience and it's such a cool thing to consume something that you've probably consumed many times before in a different medium and that, and that's what this is. So it's, uh, it's really exciting. Yeah. And like you said, I really just, I thought they were done. I thought they weren't going to release anything on vinyl anymore. Like I thought that was it. So it's to finally have this on the 25th year of that, that album coming out. I mean, I know it wasn't exactly it's 25th anniversary. It's a few months late, but the thought that it's still the, the, the thought that, you know, they put into to actually do it excites me. And I think it, uh, I think it opens up the possibility. I didn't even talk about this last week, but, um, it, it opens up the possibility for them to continue on with the other albums that have never seen the light of right. vinyl, if you will, um, in, you know, what would be next every day and, mm-hmm. um, busted, busted stuff, stuff. etc. Yep. So that would be really exciting. I mean, we got crash, we got remember two things we got under the table. Um, and some of those came with, uh, some B sides and stuff we haven't heard where we hadn't heard before. So that's really exciting to, have that on the horizon potentially, um, you know, in a couple of years for these other anniversaries. So fingers crossed. Absolutely. Another quick note, DMB was featured in this week's Peloton's All For One Music Festival. Um, I don't know if anybody's a Peloton rider here, but um, it's a curated event that Peloton puts on every year where they feature certain artists and do playlists um, for classes. This year they featured our one and only Dave Matthews band. There's a 20 minute bike ride, which both Trisha and I did, and it totally kicked our asses. Yeah, it did. Um, there's a 15 minute hike, um, which you have to have the treadmill, but you, I mean, you don't really have to have the treadmill, like go outside and go for a walk and listen to it. I did that today. It's pretty awesome. Um, there's also a 15 minute yoga and a 20 minute strength weightlifting class. So it's really cool. They just, you know, the, the, the trainers just kind of curate their own DMB playlist. And I got to say, like, it's not just hits. There's some, it wasn't, it was unexpected. That's on there. It was unexpected. Yeah. And I really, yeah. really enjoyed it. Being Me a too. And fan. Very similar to the before these crowded streets vinyl release, the DMB community has also been looking for its own Peloton ride. You know? That's very true. <laughs> if you are, if you're, if you're both a DMB fan, I mean, it's a niche group. If you're a DMB it fan is. and a Peloton rider, you know the struggle that we that it was to yeah. get a DMB ride. I mean, it was let's message every let's message every uh, you know instructor. So we really one, wanted that DMB ride, yeah. So we got four, basically four classes in one, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, but yeah. Go if you have the Peloton app, go ahead and check that out. Um, and now, what is the band up to? I don't know about all of you, but I'm still on a high from the gorge. Um, it was such a great way to end the tour, and what an incredible tour, right? Uh, uh, Listen, I've been following this band for 25 years and I just can't tell you the joy that this summer brought me. So, you know what? Let's just, let's just all talk about it. Let's get into it. Let's, uh, 
go to our next segment, The Jam. Okay, guys, I mean, this summer was like no other. So many liberations, so many treats, so many unique songs. Sean, do you want to give us some stats on some of the crazy things that happened this summer? Yeah, so I would be happy to. What a fun summer tour to uh, not only have been able to be a part of in a small way in attending a couple shows and, and you know getting together with you all to chat about it each week, but a really fun summer to look back and you know, kind of compile numbers as to what the 2023 summer tour was for people who follow the band closely. We're essentially talking about from May until September. Uh, the band had a break built in there, but basically they they were out on the road crushing it to the tune of 45 songs. Uh, if we if we throw in the the three shows that they played full band shows in Mexico prior to coming stateside. 45 shows, but it was in a record-setting year uh, is is really what 2023 was and maybe what yeah, 2023 really will be remembered as. Um, the 2023 summer tour featured 126 different song performances. That's incredible. It's the most DMB has mm -hmm. ever played in one in summer one tour. Wow. And they didn't just beat their previous record. They beat it by a, a good margin. It this, this year was different, um, if in in a lot of for a lot of reasons. And ironically, and and we kind of talked about this as the summer was happening, especially as the second half of the summer tour was happening. But we all kind of explained what our expectations were prior to the summer tour, with it being an album year. What will that right. look like? Will they end up being a little bit more, will the sets end up being a little bit more repetitive than what we're used to? And the opposite happened, really. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, it was in fact an album tour year. Walk Around the Moon uh, statistically dominated the uh, song performances as it should. It's it's uh, not every day or, or not every year that the band releases a new album. So Walk Around the Moon, the album got plenty of love, but the second half of this tour, the band really... Uh, found a way to weave in these walk around the moon tracks with with the the rest of uh, their catalog and 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 it was really impressive so 126 different songs it basically came out to uh, 20 songs per show 905 song performances over the course of the whole summer the most played songs from this summer um, in order mad men's eyes looking for a vein and walk around the moon and then liberation-wise, Jeanette mentioned this uh, in leading up to this segment, we had 10 liberations, if if you count cover songs. Seven of those were DMB songs that, uh, in some cases, in the case of Busted Stuff, for example, had not been played since 2010. So wow. we're talking, you know, over 4,500 days in between the, um, the 2010 performance and then Busted Stuff coming back to a full band setting this year. So... A really incredible uh, summer. What a fun summer to follow this band around. And and it'll be really um, interesting. And, and I'm really excited to see what comes next. The fall tour is coming up next as 
does what they did in 2023 summer carry over to the fall? It's it's really exciting. Yeah, I mean, Matt and I thought it was going to be um, the summer of the dead. Matt and I were going to ditch the band for the summer and go follow around Dead and Company. And I mean, not we did that, but we uh, but also I wasn't I wasn't I mean, that, sucked, happened. that happened. Yeah. But I we but we also weren't sucked out of Dave Matthews band. Like I didn't stop going to Dave Matthews band shows because I was so enthralled with the dead, like because the DMB shows were just as incredible. Um, and it hasn't been there. I, I can't remember a summer like this um, since maybe the early 2000s, you know, so we're talking like it's been 20 years since I remember mm -hmm. a tour this good. So let's go around the room, guys. Let's go around the room and talk about our favorite moments or favorite songs or something super memorable to you about this summer tour. Um, let's start with Matt. Go ahead. Ooh, well, I have an honorable mention, which uh, I don't think necessarily <laughs> counts because uh, it didn't occur at a DMB show. And it has to do with what Jeanette and I were doing during the summer, which was going to see Dead & Company on their final tour. But one of the highlights for me, which I'll never forget, is when Dave Matthews himself guested with Dead & Company at Folsom Field. Especially because, you know, there were rumors floating around and we were like, could this actually be like the, you know, it ended up being the one guest that Dead & Company had the entire summer with a very small exception, which doesn't really count, uh, was was Dave. And it was just, it was such, it was like worlds colliding. That's my honorable mention, but it doesn't count because it wasn't so at good, a DMB No, I'm so glad it's you mentioned one. it. It's a it's good a one. But I think it, like, it was. Yeah, I and definitely yeah. part of 2023, for sure. Yes, yeah, yes. 100%. So, but my, uh, my highlight is a song that uh, I was just so floored to see appear, especially after our conversation earlier this year, and that is Late in the Evening. is i think good one wow we said bring back all the paul simon covers we did all the paul simon <laughs> covers you know we had an episode where we talked about dave uh playing at the paul simon tribute where he came out and played call me al and all of that and this song is perfection mm. obviously from paul simon but also obviously with dmb you've got the horns you have the song they nail being, it being directly in Dave's vocal register, it is just the perfect DMB cover. You know, now 
Uh, I will point anybody who asks me, what should I listen to? You know, give me a few things to listen to. You've never heard DMB. This would 100% be one of them. So late in, wow. late, in the evening, late in the evening for me is <laughs> everything. A cover is your moment. All right. The cover is my I'm, moment. You really threw me moment. there. Yeah. Because hey. you know? listen, like when your favorite band covers like, you know, one of your other favorite artists or all-time heroes or somebody as legendary as Paul Simon. That's that's an incredible moment, right? And I'm sure, for, like for my as myself, Matt, you probably feel the same way. How legendary and iconic Paul Simon is, of course. And I always think anytime Dave covers Paul Simon is so in his wheelhouse, and so yeah. I I totally agree. I think that's a great pick. Yeah, and I think Matt, the the pick really um, also speaks volumes to the way that the the summer progressed. Um, because we're talking about a song late in the evening that did not debut until July in Chicago. And when we look back at the summer tour in a lot of ways, and, and, you know, we've said this, but you know, many people who followed this whole tour said this, it was that Midwest swing, the Deer Creek, Chicago part Mm -hmm. of this tour that things really Mm -hmm. seemed to Mm kind of get put into a different gear. And that's when this song debuted. And then it saw seven performances over the course of the whole summer. So I think not only is it a great cover because it is that, but it also is is kind of um, uh, a moment in time in, in which uh, the, the summer tour was kind of taking a, a different turn. Yeah, really good. Really good choice. All right, Trisha, on to you. What do you think? Gosh, of course you heard Sean's stats and I went to a lot of shows and there's a ton of moments, but what really stands out uh, for me is the return of American Baby intro. When that was liberated at SPAC and we all heard that or you were there, it was so powerful. And then opening Homedale, I just remember still being shook by it and then having my own experience up close and personal in Camden. Uh, I just think that that was an experience. And if you want to go back and check out episode 42, we definitely jammed about this returning. And so we talked about it at length, but I believe it opened the gorge too, right? The whole gorge weekend. So I do think when I think about this summer tour, there's so much to talk about, but that was definitely the one that stands out as like the experience of, uh, of the summer for me, the kind of standout in a lot of ways. And they played with it towards the end of the tour. They started playing different versions of it, more of Buddy and like less of Dave screaming. And I mean, I just thought it was really interesting um, putting it, sort of mixing it back in with Line in the Hands of God. And so, yeah, it was just kind of that song that kept developing throughout the tour. So that was my moment. And I was surprised to pick a moment that I wasn't even actually at the show when it debuted. So super, super cool experience if you've experienced it. How interesting is it that if you are new-ish to following this band around, you you probably never heard American Baby intro live, at least, because we talked about Busted Stuff being a song that prior to this year was not played full band um, mm-hmm. and since 2010. American Baby intro is also on that liberation list. Prior to this year, American Baby intro was last played in 2011. So there we're talking about 4,300 days in between the um, the previous uh, last play in 2011 and then it coming back this year. So it's it's mm-hmm. always really interesting, depending upon when you got into this band, 
Obviously, a lot of the fan base has been around for a long time. But if you've got into this band in the last couple of years, this is not a song that was possible to see live. And then for not only for it to make a return, but for it to make a return in a way that it is a standout moment uh, is mm. pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of like kind of like the last stop. We haven't heard that in a very, very, very long time. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back full last stop. <laughs> But yeah, Trish, like you said, how it how it kind of um, evolved through the summer, you know, hearing it for that first time was such a surprise yeah. at SPAC. And it was on a, a Friday night concert series on Sirius XM. So we got so if we weren't there, you probably were listening and heard it. But just like you said, like how like, OK, it was an opener. Like they just they they they, they liberated it at SPAC. And then all of a sudden it was an opener. Then all of a sudden it was back in the outro of lying in the hands of God, not, yeah. but not, not the way they were doing it in the past, few summers past. It was, it, it's actual in its actual version, the way it was written, but right after the, right after the end of lying in the hands of God. And I think that that the way they played with it, you're right, is so great. And like, just shows what kind of musicians they are, right? Like how they can just kind of pivot and do whatever they want with, with this song. They can just keep trying new things. And would you? Would anybody that wasn't a Dave Matthews fan think that American Baby intro was a good opener? And <laughs> you know, like what? And it was. I was at two shows. I, I was at. I was at the two shows it opened at, and holy moly! Like the crowd goes and it just builds and builds, and the crowd by the end, the crowd is nuts and they're ready. They're ready for the show. They're ready. Know? And if yeah. yeah, if you didn't hear episode forty-two, go back and hear. I mean, yes. it, my take is it's just such an experience, and if you can connect with it, like it'll, you could really have a nice release and really kind of therapeutic in a lot of ways. So sure. definitely go check out that episode. All right, moving on. Sean, what do you what do we think your favorite moment is? So I'm going to go with a song that um, isn't necessarily, wasn't on a liberation list. It's a song that actually did get played a number of times last year. And it's actually a song that has existed in the DMB catalog going back to 2006. And I am going to take Break Free as my oh. favorite DMB moment of the 2023 summer tour. Wow. Yeah, I, I Hot have. Hot take, John. Hot I have take. a lot of thoughts on break free. Scorching. This is a scorching. <laughs> scorching hot take. Yeah, I mean, so first and foremost, tell, do tell, do tell, tell. Yeah, me. tell us all. So the the little caveat that I will throw out here is that uh, there there's a lot of super fantastic moments of the 2023 summer tour. So I'm not necessarily saying that this uh, surpassed any of them. But for me personally, it, it's been such a fun ride to follow this song. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, the song debuted in 2006 and immediately saw an awful lot of fanfare. And in, in addition to 2026, or I'm sorry, 2006 being such a big year as the debut for Break Free, then it basically went MIA for four years and it wasn't played until 2011. Long story short, we, we fast forward to 2023, and not only is it a prominent song in the summer tour, but prior to the summer tour beginning, we get word that it's going to be on Walk Around the Moon. Kind of the same treatment in some ways that Idea of You got on Come Tomorrow, 
they they kind of uh, went into the vault and pulled out something that people had been clamoring for for a little while. This, though, to me, got a very different treatment, and and that is why this song has really stuck out to me as such a highlight of 2023. If we go back to that 2006 version, I think the outro is what so many people clamor for, mm -hmm. uh, specifically the horns on that outro. And over time, the song kind of continued to evolve and change. And as recently as last year, the band was not playing it uh, with the same outro as, as what that song has now. We, we talked about this in our episode recapping the start of the tour. And, and I believe what Matt had said in that episode was, it really seems like this is what they're going to go with. These are the horns that that are going to be a part of this song. Good on them for finally coming to a decision on what they want the end of this song to sound like. I agree with that, and I'll take it a step further. I think as this band has continued to evolve, as people have become more comfortable playing with one another, the horn section being what it is, Tim kind of fitting into his role as it is present day, Buddy becoming more and more and more comfortable. I just think that this song uh, has taken on a life that I love, and it has taken on a life to a point where if I was introducing somebody new to the Dave Matthews Band in 2023, I think this is the song that I want them to hear live at a show with me. Mm, I think it just wow. really showcases what they have. Um, and I'm, I'm just so glad that not only is it a song that they brought back, because we've seen them do this before where they resurrected a song and put it on an album. I mentioned Idea of You. But this just feels different because it's taken on a new life and I'm so digging this new life. I hope that the song um, is something that will continue to make its way through the fall tour and hopefully we get it again next year. I, I will say that I, I would have never in a million years thought at the beginning of this summer tour that Break Free would be my pick, but I'm going to go with Break Free as my favorite 2023 summer tour moment. Scorching and to be clear, Sean. that's yeah. what we're going to call you. Scorching Sean. Scorching Sean. Yeah. I mean, to be clear, we're not shocked because Break Free is bad or anything. Break Free is incredible. It really right. is. It's it's right. a great song. It's I think it's just I didn't think that would come from Sean, but he's right. Yeah. It is. It is really. Yeah. It does with, really showcase them. Yeah, I agree with everything he said. And it's so funny because when you think about um, when we all first heard Break Free for the first time on this album, we were all like that we had like a visceral reaction, right? We were like, what is this? Like we were just, we're such creatures of habit and we were just so used to hearing it, you know, the way they played it in 2006. And it's kind of what, you know, we've all just fell in love with. But as they played it through the summer tour and as it progressed and as it grew, um, I, re I really agree with Sean. Everything he said is so perfect on about, about the way the band comes together for this song. Like they really perfected mm -hmm. it. And now it is, now it's what it's supposed to be, right? Like we just got to let go of 2006. That was that version. This is this version now. And we're here in this moment. And this is, this is break free. And I love it. Yeah. Jeanette, how about you? What, uh, yeah. what is your, we've got the rest of ours. What's your 2023 summer tour uh, moment? Well, it's funny because we're sitting here talking about how um, amazing the summer is and how, you know, this band, the iteration of the band that we have now has like really found its, they're really in the pocket. They really found their groove and they're really, they're really just on fire. Right. But, you know, when I was at the Gorge and Bronwyn Keith Haynes mm. came out to play the fiddle on Chirping Billy, Spoon, and Ants Marching.
old sound again. I, I, I do love the way this band sounds now, but the amount of goosebumps and the, and, and smile and the way it, the way it felt to my ears hearing the violin on those specific songs was just so incredible. And I just, what a treat. And I just, you know, and I know that we had Anne-Marie Calhoun play last year um, at the Hollywood Bowl, and that was incredible. But Anne-Marie Calhoun is a, is a, a classically trained musician, and she played note for note, album version, and it sounded, inc- I mean, she, perfection. Bronwyn played like gritty and dirty, and it was mm. her own, and she was up there just killing it and it, she made it her own right and it was like yeah. she was just up there playing what what was in her heart right and it just sounded so much more natural to me you know and it was just so i mean especially on billy's you know um because billy's is just boyd's just boyd used to just be out there playing whatever the hell came out of his you know came out of his body where that's exactly what she was doing she wasn't playing specific notes or, or Boyd's solo from the album, right? She was playing what she wanted to play. And it fit so well. And she seemed, you know, she seemed so comfortable, especially by the time we got to Ants Marching. She, mm-hmm. w- I just, it was, and, and you know, her and Molly Tuttle um, kind of playing back and forth off of each other. It was just incredible to get two classic songs with a violin, to hear mm-hmm. that with my ears live again was just, what a great moment. And then, spoon right like we got a deep cut in there too sure like sign me up how do i how do i hear those three songs again it was just really really incredible to be there for that moment awesome i mean i was hoping someone would mention the gorge of course that you would Mm -hmm. because that was uh such a great uh weekend and i'm sure that was so fun and she's young and from charlottesville right yes very young very young like dave joked that like she wasn't even (laughs) alive when the band started their years yeah yeah like she yeah but you know i mean i'm sure she was like like i'm to her they're probably such an iconic band especially being from charlottesville so for her to get to play a song like ants marching with a huge stage yeah right it must have been just what a what a thrill for her right you know um amazing amazing it was really incredible i think that that i think it's a great pick jeanette i also can't help and I, I couldn't help but think this when that performance was happening during the gorge as as the summer tour is coming to a close this is now back-to-back years that the band has ended the summer tour right by bringing out a violin good mm-hmm. point and yeah, good point. i just think that it's something that that people want they crave they clamor for they can't uh, get enough of um and you know why would that be surprising? It, it fits the sound of this band so well. But I also think that you make a great point in what we got this year was somebody that really took that music and made it their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that, that that really did make it, you know, that little bit of uh, of extra, you know, just a little bit more special. Absolutely. It really did. It was when she walked out on the stage and because we didn't know who he was bringing out. You know, we, we, we saw there was a mic getting set up. We didn't know who it was. But when she did walk out and I saw a violin in her hand, it, it, I mean, I think everybody had the same feeling. Like our hearts just stopped. Like, oh my God, we're going to get that sound again. You know, and it, she did not disappoint. It was just what a treat to hear that, hear that sound with our band again. Yeah. I think it's the, um, you know, I think your reference about her making it her own, I think it's also sort of the, you know, almost like the bluegrass influence that mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, you know, some of that DMB music has, you know, ants and, and billies and like things like the old hoedown, uh, Grace right. is gone and stuff like that. And I, you know, her and Molly were the perfect 
people to to add in there to absolutely you know repull that sound out from wherever it was you know in the depths of everybody i'm sure you know being there was must have been incredible yeah and like i said it was it, the band just sounds so great they're on fire but it was nice to have a little bit of that old mm-hmm. sound again you know mm-hmm. just a little bit <laughs> just a tiny yeah, as, but, it tur- as it turns out yeah. it sounds really good it, yeah, it, they it might be onto out. something. We miss yeah. we miss that violin sound. I don't know. What to, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How how amazing is it? These were such um, great moments, song selections. I I think it also speaks volumes to what the 2023 summer tour was. When you look at some of the things that we didn't include, right? When you when you think about oh, 100 percent. Yep. It's the first time since 2018 that Bella Fleck came back and, and joined mm-hmm. the band. You look at some of the other songs that were on the liberation list. We we talked about Busted Stuff, American Baby intro, but Bismarck made its return. Full Band Virginia in the Rain uh, made its return. Help Myself, Spoon, Hunger for the Great Light. Maybe nobody was asking for that one, but no. you know it did happen. <laughs> no. Um, (laughs) you know, so I, we could, we could compile a list that goes on and on JTR in the rain at forest Hills, Right, you you could go on and on. And it, it, uh, it's pretty incredible that the moments that we all picked to, to each one of us was so meaningful, so impactful yet we could have easily, uh, all picked two or three tour highlights. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the type of year that it was. We could have each picked two or three and they still couldn't, they still might've not even been the same. Right. Like, I mean, we really there was really so many moments this summer that we're not even doing the summer justice by only picking one each. Right. Like, I mean, for for for, you know, lack of time here, we can only pick one. But we really you know, we really could keep going if we wanted to, you know, because it's just been such an incredible summer. Can I point out one of the weirdest stats, uh, which I think (laughs) I think deserves uh, watching in the future is and I know we we we've talked about this many times before. But the fact that this new Raven gets one mm. play again this summer. Right. So last summer in Camden, in on a July night in Camden, <laughs> we get this jazzy little Raven, one night only, awesome version, sounds incredible. I think you guys were there. And then this summer, it happens again. And it just, it, it, doesn't appear again it's like this little raven came down and was like boop, and then just flew right away again so i'm i'm so curious to see what happens with raven moving forward because i think you know sean talked about break free being a song that you know this band this version of the band really does a great job with i mean i think raven is like is up there for those songs that you know this this version of the sure. band utilizing buddy's piano skills and jazz influence and you know, all of that I think is uh, is is very awesome. So I'm so curious to see what happens with Raven next year. Who knows? Maybe some night in July next summer, <laughs> Raven's gonna just, gonna just perch down, fly again, in again, and, and fly, fly out right on out. Yeah. <laughs> Unless so- anybody's listening, bring that Raven back to uh, fall tour. Yeah. Bring that Raven back to me again. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Sorry, I had to do it. I had to do it. Wow. What's so interesting right. about that, Matt, and, and I totally agree with you. I love Raven, but even more than loving Raven, I love what Raven has become over time. And mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if you if we compile the list of songs that we said, you know what, I, I like the way that it sounds now more than I like the way that it sounded 15 years ago. I don't know how long that list is, 
but I think Raven is on that for me. I'll yeah. go back to Oof, another sizzling take. I know. I think that's a good jam topic. We should write that down. Yeah. 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 Mark it yes. down. Coming Mark soon. Coming soon. We we talked about uh, vinyl records a little bit earlier, and I couldn't help as you were talking about that, Matt. Think about the Rhino's Choice Target exclusive vinyl that DMB released in 2019. Mm-hmm. Raven was on that, so 2018 was Buddy's first year. This vinyl got released the following year. And that song, that performance always really stood out to me on that record. Um, it, it just felt mm-hmm. like it was ushering in this new wave of what DMB was going to sound like. And it's it's a shorter record, but that song more than anything sounded like what the next couple of years of DMB could sound like. I loved that version. I think when Raven peeks its head out, it continues to get better. I just wish it was peeking its head out a little bit more. Absolutely. But yeah, guys, this summer was special. I don't know. I don't really have another way to put it. 45 shows. The pod was represented at 17 of those shows. We wow. were about, we were at like 37% of this tour. Wow. Um, Amazing. And the, I know. And the ones that we weren't at, we had. Sucked. No, I'm just kidding. The, <laughs> <laughs> the ones we weren't at had had uh, loyal listeners with our shirts on and our stickers yeah. and our and and all kinds of stuff representing us and and um, we greatly appreciate everybody for that and um, yeah I mean guys it was a great summer I'm glad we spent a lot of it together but as we say goodbye to the summer tour we now welcome in we usher in. <sighs> Hmm. Fear not, because we usher in <laughs> eight show, two week fall tour. So let's discuss that and some other surprises in our final segment called Where Are You Going? Okay. First of all, before we even get into fall tour, David J. Matthews and Timothy Reynolds have to play Farm Aid. Oh, we, yeah. we forget about this every year. Um, this year it is on Saturday, September 23rd. So that's next weekend in Noblesville, Indiana. Or for those that know, Deer Creek. Guys, what do you think we can expect from Farm Aid? I think you can probably expect Dave and Tim to play <laughs> seven or eight songs. <laughs> that's what you can expect. That's yes, what you can expect. That's 100% you can expect. Approximately yeah. 45 minutes. They'll probably come on around 6:30 or something like that. And uh it'll be it'll be good, you know. It'll be, it'll good. be good. We'll, we'll get a, You know, we'll, no. You might get a surprise. I mean, you, you, you might. We were, yeah. yeah, we were at Irving. We didn't think he'd play that many songs and they did. And something about it being at Deer Creek feels like a bigger venue for Farmade. I could be wrong about that, but it feels like uh maybe it was at Alpine one year, right? Yeah. But Deer Creek's huge. It's like, been at Deer Creek before too, I believe, but I think we could get surprises. I don't see why not. We've got you a couple know? in the past. We've got uh, as part of Farmade in previous years, we got a Dave and Tim Dreaming Tree. We got a Dave and Tim Bismarck. Oh. So we we have had a couple of those moments in the in the past. I I think that if you know if you were betting on what Farmade was going to look like, I think Matt nails exactly what <laughs> you know you could expect. Farmade to me is always one of those things that 
it's a great cause. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that it lives on. And it's, it's so cool to see that same group of musicians come together every year to put on Farm Aid. But at the same time, it's probably something that I'm going to, if it's in my area. Um, right. I, don't, I don't necessarily know if I'm going to, you know, rearrange a bunch of things and, and do a ton of traveling to get to Farm Aid to see, you know, five or six Dave and Tim songs. But it is a great cause. It's a fun day if it's in your area. And, um, you know, if it's if it's not in your area this year and it happens to be next year or, or the following year, it's it's definitely worth checking out. I was going to say one other thing that I was going to point out is that I think deserves watching is uh, our good buddy Bobby Weir and his band Wolf Brothers with the Wolfpack are also going to be there. Ah. And this budding friendship with Dave and Bobby going back to the private event earlier this year, continuing on throughout the summer, as we talked about, maybe we see maybe. some sort of collaboration. Who knows? But I think that that is worth watching we have um some pod listeners that are definitely traveling actually because mm-hmm. deer creek i think is a good meetup and it's like mm-hmm. an easy venue and right in the middle in and out of it yeah yep. um and it'll be the first farm aid after walk around the moon was released so you know i mean it might be a little different than the stay or leave and the gray street and the crush we might get right. walk around the moon mad men's eyes and maybe another one who knows maybe a surprise acoustic from walk around the moon on it so has anybody been to a farm aid yes 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 me too trisha you I have not. Oh, you're the farm aid version of the group. <laughs> but I do raise money on my IG for it usually. And you year. do, yeah. yeah. And usually we I... all watch it on live stream or on right. like Sirius XM plays it the full show live. That'll be something I'm sure we'll be checking out. It's always Saturday. a treat. It's always a treat, as I, I have said many times before. I wish that, you know, the band would do something like that because on a regular basis, you know, like Dead and Company did, where you could order any show etc. And so seeing, you know, seeing the show, if you really can't make it, if it's not in your, you know, not on your list or, you know, possible to get there, it's, it's always great to have like a really good and, and the farm aid one is typically really good, like really good audio quality, really, really good video mm-hmm. quality. So mm-hmm. um, I definitely look forward to that. And if, if Bobby's band is like, is going to be on there as well, that'll be an extra treat. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So moving on after farm aid, we're going to move on to fall tour. And this week has just been crazy in preparing for mm. the upcoming fall tour. First of all, Monday, we got our warehouse confirmations. And from the looks of social media, it didn't go well for a lot of people. <laughs> However, I think it's important <laughs> to remember our band is in high demand right now. They have a new album. They are on fire. And there's only eight <laughs> shows. So, of course, everybody wants to go. And, of course, everybody is, you know, um, requesting every show. So, of course, Mm -hmm. people are going to get shut out, unfortunately, you know. So, with that being said, we have to go go over to the dreaded Ticketmaster. And um, Tuesday, there was a uh, pre-sale, a city pre-sale. Doesn't seem like people had a lot of luck on that one either. But we have one more shot at the public sale on Friday, September 15th, 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. So make sure to go ahead and check that out. And if you are, Godspeed. But also, (laughs) (laughs) but also, listen, guys, if you really want to go, there's ways to get tickets. This fan base is great for that. Get on the warehouse boards, get on cash or trade. It's a great app. It's a great website where it's run run by fans uh, and fans sell tickets to sell and trade tickets to each other for face value. And it's monitored. So there's no scalping. And let's put an end to dynamic pricing and 
uh, third party vendors and scalping and let's buy from fans, you know, because you if you want to be at those shows, you'll be at those shows. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Was uh, was yeah. uh, was there a dynamic pricing situation this week well, as tickets went well, on sale? I know that there was something listed, but uh, I would be really interested to see if if DMB ever does it, because I don't think that they've ever done that in the past dynamic price. Obviously there's platinum Ticketmaster platinum tickets. Yes, Ticketmaster platinum, um, it, which I also think is like a form of that, but I'm not really sure how that all works um because yeah. I'm sorry, uh, you know, I even posted this on my stories today. A seat in the in section 221 should, is not an official platinum seat and it shouldn't be $500. Like no, that's I think insane. we could just call it what it what it is and it's just legalized scalping. Exactly. Exactly. You know, if it's that that's really what it is. Like the, the you're talking about tickets that are available the the minute the tickets go on sale, these aren't mm -hmm. being, you know, re they're not being purchased by somebody and then resold. It's it's a shame that that's what it is. You you did make a good point though, Jeanette, like if if there's a show that you want to go to and you didn't get your request accepted through the warehouse, don't be discouraged. There there are so mm -hmm. many different avenues. You mentioned cash or trade. There's so many different Facebook groups where people are are constantly posting tickets for face value. Of course, the warehouse boards are, are always a great outlet for that too. So don't be discouraged. There's plenty of, of opportunities to get tickets at face value. Definitely just because you got declined by the warehouse, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go pay three and four times right. over the uh, face value of the ticket. Right. Yeah, it just never feels good to be rejected it by your band right. membership organization right. and then having to be you know, sent out yeah. to the wolves a ticket. Master. We just don't want, we have to work for them, but we just don't want to. I mean, that's really what it comes right. down to. Right. I just <laughs> want my fan, my band's fan club to hand me the tickets. Yeah. But, they, but unfortunately, that's not how it works. No. <laughs> um, and as the years go by, it's getting harder, you know, and it's just something that I think we just got to get used to. And on warehouse confirmation day, like just be prepared to just, okay, I'm going to get what I get and I'm not going to get upset. And then I'm going to, you know, that's what I tell my kids. You get what you get and you don't get upset. So did, uh, did anybody happen to, <laughs> to check in on the smaller venues, uh, during the presale for this, uh, you know, for this part of the tour? Cause obviously, you know, Mohegan is a very small arena. If you've never right. been there, it's really, really tiny. And, uh, there's also a ton of seats that are held back there for, high rollers and other, you know, Mohegan sun members and stuff like that. So it's, it's always been a pretty hard ticket. And then of course, MSG, you know, on a weekend is, is going to be crazy, especially because right. there's only four Northeast stops on the tour. And it's the um, last of the show, the last of the tour. And so it's the it last works, stop, yeah. bring back full last stop. Uh, but <laughs> we also Any have these, sm <laughs> these smaller venues in Savannah and uh, where's the other one? I forget where the other one is. Greenville, South Carolina. Greenville, right. So I'm curious to know how those sold and how they sell. Yeah, that's you know, a good we question. saw it's funny, we talk about the demand for the band. And if you rewind to last year's fall tour, which was this weird, you know, West Coast into the Midwest swing, you know, there were shows where you could get tickets for like 20 bucks day of show. It's crazy. So, right. you know, I think there's, there's, uh, it's all relative in that way. And be patient, be diligent because. Mm -hmm. Tickets aren't going to, you're going to have to work for them. They're not just going to fall into your lap, but they're out there for sure. So, and it's best really, luck to everybody getting tickets. It's really just an extension of what we see in some ways with the summer tour, right, Matt? Like the most desirable venues are always those super hard to get tickets. Yeah. So, in the fall tour, we have Charlottesville and we have Madison Square Garden, Mohegan, you mentioned, smaller venue. In the summer tour, it almost doesn't matter what year it is or what's happening with the band. 
SPAC tickets are hard. Yep. They're, they're just difficult mm -hmm. to get. Yep. Deer mm -hmm. Creek tickets are difficult. Alpine's difficult. The Gorge is difficult. Like there's always going to be those, those few venues that unfortunately the demand is just uh, so vastly different than, than other parts of the country. Yeah. And if you want to hear us rant about Ticketmaster, you can head back mm -hmm. to episode 17. We did a whole jam session on <laughs> tickets did. and Ticketmaster and warehouse. And so if you're feeling some kind of way after getting these tickets and you just want to chat with us in your car or not getting these tickets, <laughs> you can head back to episode 17. How about that episode 17? Here we are in episode 47 and exactly zero has changed. Yes. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Yes. Now there are no instant tickets through the warehouse. Yes. That's the one thing that's yes. changed. Right. All right. I'm still a region listening. Guys. Yeah. As still always, I, I can't help but like to throw in there that not every band does, even, even yeah. though it doesn't always work out, at least we have that slight opportunity where we can get face value tickets from the from the band. You know, there's there's people who are fans of other bands that that's just not an option, and you have no choice but to go through Ticketmaster and deal with that whole circus. Yep. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't, but still, it's you know, it's nice it. to have it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, I gotta... and and stay tuned because I think the pod actually all succeeded at getting. MSG night one. So yeah, we, we did. We will definitely follow up with uh, all of the listeners to tell you where we'll be. I'm sure we'll do something, but that was the one show we actually lucked out on. Mm -hmm. um, guys, I have, we have a surprise. Ooh. <laughs> Here it comes. If you've been listening for a long time to this podcast. The hashtag road to 3000 might ring a bell to you. If not, I would like to play you a clip from an old episode, episode nine, to be exact. Take a listen. I would really like to hear Dreams of Our Fathers live. Me I too. I would love to hear that song. I am not convinced he can sing Dreams of Our Fathers. Is that? I could, I could sing it. I could sing it. I could be brought. Maybe when oh, I interview okay. Dave, we'll I'll just, just say, I'll, I'll come I think in. that's such a hard song to sing. It's like rapping. I don't yeah. think he remembers how to I got sing it. it. I got it. You got it? No, man. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I mean. <laughs> He sang it before. I mean, he had to had to sing it on the recording. It's not like he can't do it. Uh, that was a long time it's ago. It's called practice. <laughs> how many how many downloads do we have to get on this podcast in <laughs> order to have Matt sing "Dreams of Our Fathers" in an episode? How many downloads? I mean, if we take? can get well, if we can get to like, I don't know. 3,000 Instagram followers. Ooh. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe I'll. Oh. Okay. Did you hear that? Maybe I'll you go live. I'll go yes. live and, and just. Oh, he's going to go live. Yeah. We'll Guys, see. We'll see. Please get your friends. <laughs> That's why we call him One Take Matt. Well, our faithful listeners, all of our dreams have come true. Or should I say, <laughs> all of our dreams of our fathers have come true. <laughs> This past weekend, the Pod That Chain Likes Instagram account blew past 3,000 followers. And as we are recording this episode, we've actually grown to about 3,135 Instagram followers. Ooh. Yeah. We've been waiting for this moment. Matt, why don't you give us a little bit of a history about Dreams of Our Fathers and why you'll be playing it? Oh, wow. Okay, so here we go. So as if you listen to that clip just now, you'll know that uh, as we were getting rolling and... Uh, and, and growing as a podcast, you know, Sean had said something after we started talking about dreams of our fathers about, you know, how many downloads we would need for me to play this song. And really what, what the, uh, what the original point was is that this is the one studio song 
for DMB that has never been played live. There are some songs that, you know, are were, were played in in other settings or or played a long time ago. You know, a song like "Let You Down," for example. You know, I think it hasn't been played since the '90s, and who knows if it will ever be played again full band. You know, Dave's played it solo, but uh, "Dreams of Our Fathers" has been is a song that has never been played live. It's been it was sound checked one time, and there are some other songs on "Every Day" which had had lower uh, play amounts, like something like "Mother Father," for example. You know, is a song that may you know, probably, probably will never be back. I, I don't, I don't foresee that happening. Who knows? But uh, Dreams of Our Fathers has just never been played live. So we were talking about it. And, you know, the more we started talking about it, and and the more everyone was, was sort of challenging me to do this, they were saying how Dave probably couldn't sing it because it's like Trisha said it was too hard much to like a, a rap, hard to sing. Yeah. And I said, I got it. I got it. I got it. No <laughs> Uh, Let's see if you do. And so here, yes, yeah, we'll so be the judge of that. So here we are at three thousand. Thank you guys so much. Yes, for, thank uh, you. You know, for the support for getting us there. I'm going to go so far as to say because this song likely will never be played live that you can use this as like a checkbox in like oh, the <laughs> uh, You know, so okay. that okay. You, now you don't have to ever. You know, well, we got a DMV Hub badge for this. We got to get a badge yeah, created. I've yeah. got to work on that. Or maybe, maybe they'll go, guys. <laughs> maybe they'll go viral, and then Dave will feel challenged. You know, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe that's imagine? what's going to happen. Who knows? <laughs> <Could> you imagine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All so right. give me a second here. I got to make sure that. Tune yeah, tune up. You know, me, me, me. I've already tuned up. I've already. Tuned up. <laughs> Oh, okay. All oh, right. You did your vocal. Did Rob come over? Did you do your vocal exercises? <laughs> All right. Here we All right. go. All right. So here we go, guys. This is. Let's go. The first ever live performance of Dreams of Our Fathers, right? We're, we're recording this on video, and just so everybody out there knows, everyone is just cracking up, laughing as I as I pull up and oh. pull up my guitar and stuff. So we're your we- biggest fans. We're so excited. I'm choking, I'm choking on smoke from this burning house. Clouds sleeping, but I can't seem to get out. But who then? Who is this that scratch off from the ground? Oh, it's my world too, but whose gold is this out? I'm digging out where we go, where we go, where we get. Is the verdict to spill out? Do we get into line to line up with those long dead now? With the muffled tears of sorrow, oh, underground. Is this time out time? Yes, it is without or with this shadow of doubt don't wake up lost in the dreams of our fathers oh it's such a waste child to live and die with the dreams of our fathers oh i must confess yes my view is a wonder about this this love i possess love must be the love of our fathers 
I wanna go, I wanna run the show, so show someone's haunting me, haunting me, haunting me, leave this here to get out, oh I don't believe, I don't believe this flavor in my mouth is for my tongue alone, so bitter, I wanna spit it out, I repeat these words that come out under the blue light in the sky, my empty pages, I'm filling up with these wicked lies, but I hear deep in myself an echo, an echo of empty, empty, emptiness, comes up and swells inside, I don't wanna wake up, lost in the dreams of our fathers, oh it's such a waste child, to live and die for the dreams of our fathers, oh I must confess, yes, my view is a wonder about take one take Matt one, one take. take Matt I don't know how you knew all those words I know I that was incredible that, that was really good Matt can you guys hear me <laughs> yeah we can hear you <laughs> all right how did you, do you like did you like practice all the words did you really know those? you don't have a teleprompter up there like Dave so I, I I can pretty much do it I had like I had notes for like the first line of the right to get you started the other parts to get me started yeah that was so that good was i hope you enjoyed so that good. listeners because that was a treat for yeah, all of we us. sure did we're all cocky like oh yeah you're gonna do this matt and he, like, yeah. comes on here and, and he like, actually does it and it's like really good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't even get to make fun of him <laughs> oh what a treat that was a treat well guys that was swell be sure to check out our What Would You Play episode on SiriusXM's DMB Radio this weekend. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Pod the Jane Likes. And yeah, for those heading to Farm Aid, have a blast. Support the farmers. Anything else, guys? 
No, I'm just still in my dreams of our same. Phase same. Here. I'm having all a right. hard time spitting out the words right now because I'm yeah. still. <laughs> I'm like blushing. I know. My who cheeks knew, hurt from who smiling. Knew that our 2023 <laughs> DMB summer tour recap <laughs> episode would end with dreams of our fathers being right. played live. Oh, no. Amazing. Right. Amazing. Well, Check off your badges. Oh, yeah. Check it off. I'm calling antsmarching.org right now. Add this badge, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that was such a treat. Um, if nobody has anything else to say, I guess this is it. We'll say goodbye. See you guys all on the fall road. See you on the road. See ya. Bye.